Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today and creating this gorgeous virtual sacred space to show up, build community, share messages from spirit and expand on our, our knowledge, our wisdom and our faith and help bring in this radical new earth. Yay, I'm so happy to be here. Um, and we got the Baba Babes backstage so that we can um, talk about things later and involve you in the conversation. So I wanna kick off by introducing myself and the Baba Spiritual Mission to you in case you're not familiar with us. My name is Ingrid Turner and I'm the founder of the Baba Spiritual Mission. The Baba Spiritual Mission is a digital church and we are here to help you connect with the infinite through primarily through the modalities of psychic intuition, channeling and mediumship, which is why you're gonna get a channeled message today. And we're gonna continue to expand on that with our um, other spiritual channels who are coming on later and you, my darling. So um, stay on. Um, we have a school where we help people connect with their spiritual gifts and remove the blocks that are keeping them from showing up in the world and sharing those gifts in a big way on a big platform or as big a platform as they want. And um, we help people connect and find divine love and healing through other formats like 
this one today with the Baba Spiritual Mission broadcast. So thank you so much for coming. I am a psychic medium and a spiritual channel. It is my life, my love, my work to show up and deliver messages from spirit. My job is unglorious. It is to get out of the way. I also run the school at the Baba Mission. So I teach the classes, do the curriculum and um, help people move along and, and um, manage a team of our leadership team who helps in that school as well and do other things for the Baba Spiritual Mission. And we're always growing and expanding. So if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Give our page, our Facebook page a like, give our YouTube channel a subscribe and stay connected. We're going to continue to build on this content um, and build what we put out there for you. So thank you again and again and again. Just want to run through today's format with you really quickly. Um, we just had a sound, sound bath from the amazing Chris Blum at the Spirited Soul. So she was kind enough to record some bowls for us. We're still working through some kinks like tech kinks and audio kinks. Eventually, we're going to have her do that live. She's in Eugene, Oregon. So it'll be really cool to broadcast that out live. But for the moment, we've got a really nice recording from her. And I'm very grateful for that. So um, we will have our message from Spirit directly here. I'm tuning in. I have a message that I've already tuned in on. I'm going to share it with you. And then I'm going to share some stuff um, from my personal experience about that message to help anchor it in for you. What I want you to do when I'm sharing that message is close your eyes and breathe and listen and feel into the message. And then if you have any comments, any questions or any downloads, any expansion on the message that I'm sharing, please leave a comment because we're going to then take those comments and we're going to integrate you into our panel discussion with the beautiful Harmony, Charlotte and Heather today. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to dive in. And I say this every week and I'm going to say it again because it it's such a good analogy. It's like the analogy of the patchwork quilt. We are all potential channels for divine spirit. It's not special particularly to be a channel, but there is a calling to it. And when you're listening to this, when we're opening up to divine spirit, you have have the opportunity to pull through messages as well, to pull through an expansion of that. But spirit comes to us specifically through the lens of our perception, through the lens of our experience. So none of us are here for the entire thing. We, we're not here to grok the, crea the, the, the totality of creation. We're here for our peace and we're here to reach the people who will resonate with our peace, our perception of it. And when we get together like this, and we all hear the message, we channel, we tune in, we create this beautiful patchwork quilt. I've got a piece, Harmony's got a piece, Charlotte's got a piece, Heather's got a piece, and you've got a piece. And we're really coming to a deeper understanding of divine spirit, creation, purpose, what we're here for, this new paradigm of divine love. Um, every time I channel a message so far for these broadcasts, they're fairly new. This is only our third one, but we're going to keep going with this. But I am always amazed at how I will, you know, go out into the woods or do whatever I need to do. I'll move myself aside in my very unglorious job and I'll channel and I'll write and I'll come back and then I'll start, you know, flipping through Facebook or going about my day. And I see pieces of that message that came through me all over the place. Other people are picking up on the message. They're picking up on the content. And I love to see that because it tells me I'm dialed in. I'm dialed into the collective universe. I'm dialed into the divine matrix. And um, the message comes through me in a way that I hope is clear and understandable and meant for the people who are showing up to, to watch this broadcast today and to hear this message today. So thank you again and again. 
once we do the, once I deliver the message, we're going to jump on and do our panel after 30, 45 minutes, the panel, depending on how the discussion goes and how much you want to be involved in this uh, and share your comments and questions, uh, 30, 45 minutes. And then we are going to integrate with another sound bath. I have some announcements to make and we're going to go home with Robin Hart playing Baba Means Love, the special Baba song that he wrote, which I'm pretty ecstatic about. <laughs> okay. So without further ado, let's get down to business. Haha, -ha, spiritual business. Um, let's ground in and then I'll set an intention, a little prayer, and then I'll read the message from spirit. And I'm going to read it at the end too, after our, dis after our discussion, so that if you come on late, if anybody comes on late, they can hear it as well. All right, close your eyes with me. Take three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. Let's ground in. Feel all of your energy pool in your root chakra. And maybe it'll be warm or tingly, or you'll just be aware that it's happening. Take a deep breath in and pull the energy from your root into your heart. Exhale and hold the energy in your heart. Inhale and pull the energy from your heart into your crown. Exhale and hold the energy in your crown. Inhale and pull the energy out of your body. Feel it connect with divine source energy. And with the out breath, pull that energy back into your body and into your heart. Breathe in and hold the energy in your heart. Breathe out and pull the energy down to your root. Breathe in and hold the energy in your root. Breathe out and push the energy down your legs and into your feet. Breathe in and hold the energy in your feet. Breathe out and push the energy into the earth. Feel that energy hook in with the earth's core and take a deep breath in and pull it back up towards your feet. Exhale, inhale and feel the energy hit the soles of your feet and move up your legs and pull again in the root chakra and exhale into your root chakra. All right, gorgeous. Uh, go ahead and open your eyes when you're ready. All right, message from spirit. So the way that I tune in on a message is usually I'll start getting a feeling in my body or I'll get a visual, I'll get a snapshot, something will come in kind of randomly. And then when I sit down and I tune in, I take pen to paper and I dictate from my spirit guide. His name is Mons. He is my user-friendly interface with the divine. It's something my mind can wrap around and he shows up and I dictate what he says. So this is his language, his words, as close as I can possibly get them. I'm, my job is always to move myself out of the way. So let's go ahead and tune in. Just close your eyes if you want to, take a deep breath, relax. Try and hear this message with your whole being, not just your ears, not just your brain. All right. Space is always okay. And when you feel the need for distance emerge from your heart, it is absolutely perfect to take that space. Holding space can also be taking space. Creating intentional space in your life and relationships is how you open yourself up to all the possibilities of creation. 
tight, energetic, and emotional containers cannot allow for divine expansion. Remember how powerful you are, human. That power goes both ways. You can snuff out as well as manifest abundance. Your attachments, fears, and mistrust squelch your own happiness. Your most authentic and genuinely gleeful life is directly through the space on the other side of trust. Humans don't usually like this space because it feels without solid ground and one's own blocks and self-sabotages become clear before your strengths and gifts do. But this wide open space is your golden opportunity to bolster your faith for your faith is the stuff of creation. And the more you trust in each and every moment, the more you are able to command that immense creator power. Your mind and mental desires are not in tune with the entire divine matrix. This new earth requires you to drop your mental projections and live more fully and more often in the wordless heart. This is the space we are speaking to. Embrace the space that seems imposed on you and heed the heart that demands space be taken. Presence in this wide open space, what you sometimes refer to as limbo, the presence here is where you commune most eloquently and clearly with God. It is where you come home fully to yourself and all of your creation power becomes charged and sure. Trust this space, trust the limbo. Everything is working in your favor, even when nothing seems to be working at all. Take the space. Okay, let's take a deep breath together. Let's feel into that wide open space. It's scary, isn't it? It's really uncomfortable. As I was reflecting on this message, which I channeled yesterday, I sat down to see if I wanted to talk about it, to see if I had anything to share from my own personal experience. Um, and I do. But before I even got into, you know, sort of the, the, my notes about this message and what I want to share with you, um, I heard so clearly the ego wants to know, the heart wants to experience. The ego wants to know the heart wants to experience. And I was like, oh, that's good, thank you. Um, wrote that down. And the reason I, the, the reason this came through is, you know, the mind, like, like Mon said, like my spirit guide said, the mind is so concerned with projections and, and figuring it out and having solid ground and something to hang on. When we are asked to take space, to back away and to let be whatever is going on in our lives or our relationships, the mind throws an absolute fit if you ever been in those places in life where you feel like nothing is happening for you, like you can't make any headway and you just feel stuck, that's not stuck, that's space. And in that wide open space, all the possibilities of creation are open and available to you. But first, we have to move through our own blocks to faith and trust. And we have to be willing to look at and not take personally our own BS because it's going to come up. Our fears, our projections, our pains, all of that bubbles up in this wide open space. And underneath that is love. Underneath that is your divine self. Underneath that is your truest, purest form. And that's what is absolutely begging to come to the surface so that you can live more fully and happy and gleefully. God wants us to be happy. 
That's the God's honest truth, right? God wants us to be happy. The divine is always pushing us towards our highest expression because that's where we're going to find our life's joy. That's where we're going to find our bliss and our passion and our work. And that's how we're going to show up and be of divine service. Spirit wants us happy. Spirit wants us happy. And we are the ones with our mental stuff, our mental stories and our fears and our lack of faith and trust who sabotage that. And most of us, most of the time, will sabotage this limbo space. We'll sabotage ourselves in this. And we won't get the fullest benefit of taking that space because the mind is desperate for something to hang on to. The mind is desperate for a form, desperate for a container. You got to breathe through that and use this time to trust and bolster your faith. And for me, what I find most helpful is to bring it to the body. Whatever's happening in my brain, I put it on a shelf and I go, where do I feel this in my body? It's called somatic renewal work. Where do I feel this in my body? And then let the stuff bubble up from there and let yourself have it without the mind going in and clamping and trying to hook in with something that's probably not real anyway. All right. Um, the greatest example of this in my life to date has been with my son. And I want to talk about this because I feel like you're really going to be able to connect with this. It's very much a real world, intense example. As those of you who are parents out there, you know the attachment you have with your children. And there's a whole identity that comes with raising your child, raising your children. So I have one child. I have a son. He's going to be 15 next month which is mind blowing in and of itself. But I've been a solo mama for the last 14 years. It's just been me and him. And in that time, I created a really strong identity around being a single mother and being the everything for my son. I take care of all of it, right? All the practical stuff. I'm mom, I'm dad, I'm bouncing, I'm working, I'm doing all the things. Well, in the last year or so, things really started to go south between me and my son. Uh, we started to clash in a big way. He had started to just had a really bumpy ride into adolescence as adolescents do. And with the attachment that I had to him and how I was showing up in his life and how I felt like I needed him to show up in my life for me, that attachment created a really sticky situation. So what did the universe do? The universe gifted me like it always does. It created space for us. It created space. And first I resisted that space. I resisted it hard because I had an attachment and an identity and my mind wanted to hook in with all these stories. Mostly it was your terrible mom stories. Mostly. The thing is, my son hasn't had a relationship with his father his entire life. And the universe gifted that back to him, to my son. And now my son is living full time with his dad, which is Beautiful. And now as he's gone away from me and the space has been, been created between us, he's living with his father. He's thriving. He's got that masculine energy. They're having, they're creating this beautiful relationship and connection. And I am suddenly a hands-off mom, which is really, really new. And my ego's like, oh, we don't like that. We, we have a reputation. We have an identity to maintain here, Ingrid. So I fought it. I fought it hard. And when I finally, finally came back into my body and felt my feelings around all the stuff that was coming up, that my identity, my attachments, my mind was trying to cover up, the stuff I needed to go in and experience on my own, in my own, that I really couldn't do while playing out that identity, as I was able to let that go and space has been created, everybody's thriving. 
everybody's thriving. Is it going to be this way forever? I don't know. I don't know if he'll live the rest of his childhood at his dad's or if he'll come back. But the space between us means that he and I are starting to heal our relationship, which I had him when I was 21. So you can imagine the fantastic communication patterns we have established, right? Not so much, but we're able to rebuild those. He's developing a relationship with his father. His father is able to show up and be the parent he wants to be. And I've got this open space to actually dismantle this ego identity, which never serves you. Ego identity never serves you. So I'm able to let that go and come more fully into who I am to be a better mom, to be a better parent, to be a better person for my son, not a mom, not a parent, not a, you know, this is how I show it for you, but to be a better person for this being who came through my body and is in my life for the rest of my life. It was a hard experience, but I did it. And when I did it, I really came to understand the value of space. And that's the kind of thing that I felt what came to me when Mons was talking about this space. I didn't really think of it this way when I was going through the experience. I kind of wish I'd had that, but you know, divine, all by divine timing and whatnot. But that's what it felt like to me. You know, another example that I want to give you is something that um, I a friend and I had a like a disagreement. There's a miscommunication with someone, a friend of mine, and I, I hold this person very dear to my heart. And it was very triggery. First, it was triggery for her. And then it was triggery for me. <laughs> and so there was this like this communication that was happening. And it was like I could feel everything in my body going all my ego defensiveness was coming up. Right. And I know enough to know that when that comes out of me like that, that's not truth. That's a story. That's a projection. That's nonsense. Typically, it come it will come out anyway <laughs> like the dragon will come out or the like i'm actually seeing a dinosaur weirdly but anyway um but this time and this is fairly recent this time i didn't just say anything for two days i left it hanging and it was very uncomfortable it dogged me i was like i need to i need to say something about that i need to come back to that and i really couldn't i didn't do it though because i was like i didn't have i didn't i hadn't worked through it i hadn't given myself space to really move into my being in my body. The ego wants to avoid space because what, what we're doing is we're giving ourselves the opportunity to fully expand in a way that we have never, never before. Expand into new energy when that space is being asked to be taken, whether we're feeling we need to take it or it's being imposed on us, right? So, you know, my ego, my fears, my insecurities were really dogging me about this little thing that was no big deal, but it was a thing, you know, and, and uh, my mind was making it much bigger than it was. It was hard to take that couple of days. And I finally breathed and I went back. And when I communicated again, I was able to communicate. I took time because I didn't want to project on you because I was triggered. And there was there was something really beautiful about that. And we were able to come back to each other. And both of us very much are very much, you know, you know, spiritual beasties. And we're committed to the big work and we're committed to our spiritual expansion and we're committed to not being buttheads. <laughs> so it was great. It worked out. But it was a really like kind of a little scary little interlude for me. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But that space that I was able to heed. And this has not been something I've been good at in my life. But I was finally able to heed that and take that space. And I'm finding that when we have the courage to take that space and sink into our body, and sink into our faith, magical things happen. We expand fully, we find new, new edges, and we're able to know ourselves better and know ourselves more deeply and find that authentic space, the authentic piece of ourselves. So space is really a gift from the universe that, oh my God, do we fight. I do want to say one more thing, which I think is really important. There's a shadow side to this taking space. 
Now, when I was thinking about this spirit, this particular example, spirit came to me and said, regardless of how it happens, the space is still the valuable piece. But I want to mention that there is a conscious way to take space, which is communicate, which is trust, which is with love. And then there's an unconscious way to take space, which is creating conflict and friction in order to create that space. I had a, I had a long-term relationship where it took me a long time, but I finally saw this pattern that was occurring where um, when I would get really close and intimate with this person, like the, I would get, we would get to this really sweet place and then suddenly there'd be a fight or conflict or yelling and it would come out of nowhere. It was like, what the heck was that? And it blew me back because I was not ready for that space or, you know, that's, that need for space was not communicated. And I didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand it. And it was Lisa Greenfield. Um, she's at Truth in Hand. If you don't follow her, you should. She's amazing. She's one of my mentors and I just love her to death. But she she described it. I was describing the cycle that I was seeing to her in my relationship. And she described it as she goes, yes, the intimacy threshold. So when you get close and intimate, when you need space, instead of communicating that, you create conflict. You make, you make it a fight and then you're forced to take space. So I wanted to talk about sort of what I, it's not really the shadow side of space because the space, even when it shows up like that, is still completely valuable. It's still there as a gift. It's still there to meant to bring you back home into yourself, into closer and closer to the divine. But it's um, but the, the there's the the conscious and the unconscious, if you will, way of creating that space. So, in our relationships, you know, in in relationships, in our life experiences, we're going to need that space. Spirit is going to, you know, our hearts are going to demand that space. Other people's hearts are going to demand that space. For me, what's so important is using our relationships as a way to expand spiritually. That's become hugely important to me, and. Um, so understand that space is necessary and needed and it's not a scary thing and it's not going to destroy your relationship and it's not going to destroy your experiences and like tell the ego to just simmer down, put the story on the shelf, bring it to your body and move through it and trust the process. So those are the things that I had. And I'll just say again, um, what spirit said to me, the ego wants to know the heart wants to experience. It's only through space that we can experience ourselves and our life experience and our relationships so much more fully in our own energetic cone, if you will, moving deep into ourselves. Okay, that feels really good. Let me read this message to you one more time. If you're late jumping on, or if you just, you know, we can all hear it again after we talk about it. It doesn't hurt. There's layers and layers. Spirit is, Lou Martin says, spirit is efficient. So you're going to get exactly what you need um, through this experience. So one more time, and then we're going to bring on our panel, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to read your comments as well and get you talking as well. So again, leave your comments if you have anything that comes up about this. We want to hear it. Here's the message one more time. Space is always okay. And when you feel the need for distance emerge from your heart, it is absolutely perfect to take that space. Holding space can also be taking space. Creating intentional space in your life and relationships is how you open yourself up to all of the possibilities of creation. Tight, energetic, and emotional containers cannot allow for divine expansion. Remember how powerful you are, human. That power goes both ways. You can snuff out as well as manifest abundance. Your attachments, fears, and mistrust squelch your own happiness. 
your most authentic and genuinely gleeful life is directly through the space and on the other side of trust. Humans don't usually like this space because it feels without solid ground and your own blocks and self-sabotages become clear before your strengths and gifts. But this wide open space is your golden opportunity to bolster your faith, for your faith is the stuff of creation. And the more you trust in each and every moment, the more you are able to command that immense creator power. Your mind and mental desires are not in tune with the entire divine matrix. This new earth requires you to drop your mental projections and live more fully and more often in the wordless heart. This is the space we are speaking to. Embrace the space that seems imposed on you and heed the heart that demands space be taken. Presence in this wide open space, what you sometimes refer to as limbo, the presence here is where you commune most eloquently and clearly with God. It is where you come home fully to yourself and all of your creation power becomes charged and sure. Trust the space, trust the limbo. Everything is working in your favor, even when nothing seems to be working at all. Take the space. Everything is working in your favor. Everything is trying to help you and bolster you into your happiest, most free, most expanded and divine experience. We just have to let it. All right, let's take a deep breath. And just take a moment and let that message land in your body. Think of it like it's covering you, pouring water on you, pouring energy on you. Don't worry too much about intellectualizing the message or remembering the words. Feel into the feeling of the message. Whatever you need to retain, whatever piece of the message from spirit you need to retain is hooking in with your cells. It's becoming a part of your whole being. And you will recall it and live it in the way you need to recall and live it in the moment you need to recall and live it. So don't worry about it. Just receive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's take a minute. I have to show you the parrots. And then we're going to bring on the panel. I love you so much. We'll see you in a minute. Okay, here we are. Hi, ladies. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so grateful for you here today. Thank you so, so, so much for jumping on and sharing your gifts. So Heather Harmony and Charlotte, you are all, uh, all of these beautiful women are uh, divine channels. We're all here. We're all trained channels. We've gone through the Baba Spiritual Mission Ministry. We are ordained ministers, and we it is our life's work and our love to channel divine spirit for you. So what I want to kick off with, you lovely ladies, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick, and then let's go to 
to, um, I sent this message to you last night, kind of late, sorry, <laughs> but I think you were able to sit with it and tune in and break through your own expansion on this, which I'm really eager to hear. I haven't heard this yet. So um, Heather, why don't you just introduce yourself real quick and then talk about what, what came through for you? Okay. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Heather, and I'm actually from Auburn, California, but I am visiting Asheville. So I actually have a lot of fun things that are happening for me right now. Um, and I think actually this message, it felt very connected with me and everything that I've gone through with Bava. So um, I was led to Bava um, probably about a year ago, and a lot of it was finding my space. It was like trying to figure out what my voice was. It was trying to figure out like who I was. And so I think the message is, I can go on for days about it, but I won't because we have a lot, we don't have a lot of time. But um, <laughs> it's just trying to find your own identity and being okay and being comfortable in your own skin. And especially having that shadow work that Ingrid mentioned was really hard for me because it's it gets you uncomfortable. You're like, I'm not happy where I'm at. I need to change something. I need to move mountains. I need to like literally change something. And I think that's the most important important part of the message is getting out of your own way. Um, and just coming back into your center to figure out what is going to work for you, not what is going to work for everybody else. And I think the most important thing I want to say is like being empathic, a lot of us tend to take on other people's energy. And that's where you have to re realize you got to shed that off and find your center. Ooh, amen, girl. Uh, just a quick add on to that. Um, you said something that, that made me bing, bing, bing. Um, the, the space is an opportunity to find out what's important to you, not other people. And you mentioned being empathic. And I think that's a really powerful addition to this message is so many of us are empathic. And the truth is we are all more sensitive and empathic than we were before we had this paradigm shift, which I felt really occur around the spring solstice. That's when I felt the whole earth pop into new energy. And everybody got more sensitive around that time. Mm -hmm. So and more open. And so that's really good because sensitive types we tend to be people pleasers and think about other mm -hmm. people, which is our gift. We're healers. Mm -hmm. That's what we're meant to do. And yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, you cannot give from an empty cup, so they say. So the space mm -hmm. is created to help us understand what is important to us, what works for mm -hmm. us. And from there, learning how to fill our own cup and then giving back in that powerful empathic healer way. That's mm -hmm. what I feel like you're bringing, you, you brought through really powerfully. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Heather. Yeah. The work quilts. <laughs> it together. Yeah. All right, Charlotte, you're muted, honey. So you need to unmute yourself. And then I want you to just introduce yourself and then tell right. us what you've got for our message. How has this expanded for you? Hi, I'm Charlotte and I'm from Weatherford, Texas. Um, I've been with Bava for, it's a while now. Harmony and I started with Ingrid um, two and a half, three years ago, I guess. Yeah. And in this message, I see myself in every aspect of it, um, even in Baba and within my own life, within my own journey. And every word I believe is spoken directly to me. Um, and I feel every bit of it from from the get from the start to the end, and I experience it still to this day. Um, I believe our shadows is one of the hardest things to get through in that space, especially when um, you're having to come within yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's been a very big challenge for myself. Yeah, I know that the ego doesn't like shadow. Mm -hmm. Our mind's yeah. like, nope, let's walk. <laughs> let's, play. let's project. I feel, I feel that space is also a place to rest 
your yeah. mind and your heart and your soul and it's reset your intentions, but don't get stuck there. Um, you've got to come out of that resting space and become again in the world. You can't, I've caught myself really reclusing and it, it, it doesn't help. You have to be among the living and, um, and not to judge, um, mm. don't judge, uh, I judge harshly on myself. And that's been one of my hard things to get over is the judging. And, um, I can, it's can be very, very, um, uh, demeaning. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be. Wow. So you brought up two really good things, like more expansion. Okay. We're adding another patch. Uh, <laughs> it's like you brought up, um, getting stuck there. So, and it's interesting because, you know, spirit is saying, yes, take the space, honor the space, use this space, but you're right. Another ego story can be, I'll just stay here or I'll just, I'll just mm -hmm. hide. You know, I just, I'll just stay in, stay in the stuck, stay here and feel stuck. And I think that's really powerful to bring up. I think that's really wise to bring up because the thing about our ego and, you know, I've, I sound like I'm really ragging on the ego here, but I'm not really, it's, it's the ego is what the ego is. It's our human experience. It helps us in so many ways. It's just unruly. Hey, calm yourself down. Um, so I think that's really powerful. And also the self-judgment, you know, we're such a go, 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 do, do, do kind of um, culture and society. When we're taking that space, we feel like nothing's happening and we start to judge ourselves and get really down on ourselves. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. And that's, that's not necessary. That's not necessary at all. And the best thing we can do for ourselves is remove self-judgment and turn that into mm -hmm. compassion. Cause we're all, we're all going through the human experience and it's, mm -hmm. yeah. Thanks for that, Charlotte. Beautiful. Okay. Harmony. Introduce yourself. What you got, babe? Hi, I'm Harmony, and I'm in Rothamani, California. I'm an intuitive and channeler and Baba minister. Um, so thank you for having me today. Um, what was coming through for me when I first read this message that you sent out to all of us was, oh, well, first of all, I just felt my body. My whole body just went like, <sighs> like, it's like a release just over the whole body, which I'm like, oh, that feels really, really good. Allowing myself, when you said like, take the space, like it just felt this like release of energy. And what kind of came through for me was like this busyness, this go, 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 do, 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 to-do list. I'm a mom, I'm busy. I always have this to do and this to do and this to do. And what I kind of saw it as is almost like a hamster wheel where we're getting we have all this stuff going on with the mind we're always thinking about our to-do list the future stuff and there's also fear in there there's a lot of just the mental busyness of the mind and it just goes around and around and around and so when i heard take the space what i heard was like you know take a moment slow down really allow yourself to go within your being and feel like what your heart truly wants and desires and really feel that energy deep within your soul hmm. and that that like opens you up it frees you from this like kind of tight container of the hamster wheel that keeps going and it allows you to have this like bigger perspective to uh -huh. see everything from a bigger scale and to really like I feel like it's necessary, especially right now with everything that's going on on a global scale, to take that time to really go within and really connect with our beings and what our hearts want and really like listen what's there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a really beautiful message and thank you. <laughs> oh my God, yes, thank you. Holy moly, that was, so I love that. Two of the most empathic people I have ever met just said the same thing about this message, which was, 
have to find out what you want. This is designed to help you understand what you want out of life. We, when you're empathic, when you're feeling other people's stuff or when you're a mom and you're responsible for another being and you're just, there's no time for that. There's no space for that. And we just, we get out of the habit of thinking about ourselves or feeling into ourselves at all. And it just makes me so proud and so happy that two of the most empathic people I know are like, hi, you should figure out what you want. Ah, that's a win. That's a win. That's a message we need to spread out into this big wide world. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Harmony. That is so good. Um, so we have some comments here I'm going to dive into. Uh, uh, we have there's one I was looking for that was good. Um, okay, this is really good. So this is Karen. Karen divorced her 22-year-old son. Don't know what you mean by that. A way to shift the relationship dynamics with mother-son to individual, individual. Oh, I love that. It allowed me to establish my adult boundaries so I can stand in my Karen space with grace. Oh, my God. Karen, that's gorgeous and poetic. I'm so into it. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, let's talk about boundaries for a second. You know, there's like energetic boundaries and physical boundaries. And we have to start with the energetic boundaries. Otherwise, our physical boundaries don't hold. So it feels mm -hmm. to me like, it feels to me like that was a process for Karen. Like, <laughs> like that was like really working up to that. Um, I want to hear, I, let's talk about the, the boundaries for a minute. What do you guys have to say about that? Heather, let's start with you. What comes up for you around boundaries and space? Boundary. Oh, I love this topic. So boundaries is something um, definitely being empathic. I've had to work on big time because I find myself either in codependence, which is like I have to do everything to please everybody. And that's not OK. Um, so if you come back to the whole message of, you know, getting back in your center, then you're able to heal by example. You're healing by example. You're not healing by like, I have to take care of you and I have to do everything for you because then you're you're enabling those those people. You're you're not letting them be independent. You're not letting them be free and have their own experience. And it actually brings you back into judgment where you're like, they're not they're not living up to my expectation. Oh. And that's that's not okay. And and you know, you kind of start to realize that, especially with COVID and everything that's happening, that's happening a lot. And that's super important. That is the the lesson of this whole thing. You can be out in the middle of nowhere. I'm out in the middle of nowhere right now and I can still be hard on myself and still be like, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But if you find that center and you're also finding boundaries with relationships, even with yourself, you know, with the higher source, with everyone, oh, it's going to all come back to where you're supposed to be. And that's grounded which is super oh, important. I love that you talk about boundaries, not only with other people, but boundaries with yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? I want to go, I want to dive a little deeper because that's, that's. <sighs> yeah, I think I can actually. <laughs> so personally, there's been some times I've been married for almost 19 years um, and we've gone through our ups and downs. And I, and then I also have had relationships with, with bosses where I'm like, oh, you know, you start to play the victim card. They're they're doing this to me. I'm the one who's getting hurt. I can't believe they're talking to me that way. And then you're like, when you finally start to become more intuitive and you're tapping into what your heart is saying, it's no, they're not allowed to treat me that way. Yeah. I can make a boundary. I can say, no, this is not okay. And you know, you can have your voice. I can have my voice, but those boundaries that I've created in my life has helped me with all of my relationships. And last year when I met you, Ingrid, I was at that point where I was like, I'm done with my job, but I'm afraid to quit because we need the money and la, 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 la. All these things going on in your head that circle around. Yeah. Um, and I finally did it, though. I was like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. I, this is not my alignment. I finally let it go. And I'm like, everything will be OK. And once I started to have my voice and speak up even with my husband and say, you know, this is where I want to be, like, we're not OK here. And because before it was defensive, it was constantly defensive with him because he had lost so many people in his life. 
Um, and he got in a really, really dark place. And then I got in a really dark place with him. And it was like, we just could not see eye to eye. And I had that victim role where I'm like, no, 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 no. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Don't hurt me. Don't this. And it's not like, it's not like it was like physical. It was more like, we mm -hmm. just were not in alignment with each other. And it was constant defensiveness. Yeah. And so between that and then the boss doing the same thing, as soon as I set that boundary, as soon as I let go, let go of everything, of every expectation I had, um, I met Ingrid which helped me find my spiritual center, which was exactly what I needed. Sometimes we need to be, sometimes as humans, we're like, no, everything has to be soft and fuzzy and perfect. And we want to be in this like little happy state, but we need to be shoved hard <laughs> to finally, because otherwise you're just going to sit there. Right. So you got to get uncomfortable. And finally I was uncomfortable and I quit my job and I got, I ended up starting my own business again and it went crazy good. And now I'm making like double what I was making at the corporate job. <laughs> yep, it's crazy. And then my, awesome. my husband and I are now, it was like, we both started to find more of a sink and I feel like we're more twin flames. We've talked about this in, in detail where it's like, we're actually spiritually aligned more than we ever have been. Um, and I'm starting to see people instead of for me being mad at them, like angry, I get have that anger of you're hurting me or, you know, I don't like this. I put up my boundary and I'm like, oh, I understand why they're being that way. Okay. They're going through this, this, and this. And I'm trying to like a little bit of walk a mile on their shoes, but give them distance at the same time. Right. Um, and it, it's changed my point of view tremendously, yeah. tremendously. Yeah, you're doing amazing work with that inner. That's like your big work is what I is what I get, Heather, working with you. That's your big work. So laying boundaries for yourself is taking responsibility for your life experience and taking your power back. And that mm -hmm. means responsibility for all of it. And I'm not talking about, like, I don't feel like, it's about energetic responsibility. It's not about literal yeah. responsibility. It's about energetic responsibility for yourself. That's gorgeous, thank you. Charlotte, what comes up for you around boundaries? Energetic boundaries, physical boundaries, any kind of boundaries? Well, that's something I'm dealing with my, within myself still to the state as boundaries because I tend to be a giver and I give, give, give. And I don't set, I haven't set those boundaries up because I'm always um, giving. And I run when I tend to give too much, I then run. So I am not the good person to be asking that right now. Um but I agree with Heather on setting up your emotional, your boundaries, and you have to figure out what's important for yourself within yourself. And that's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, Charlotte. I didn't know you were that as well. I do that. I overgive and then I get all pissy and resentful. <laughs> I'm I have totally done that in the past. Like, so that's interesting. That's really powerful. Like, Again, that comes to our back to our inner boundaries rather than our outer boundaries. Mm -hmm. I like this inner versus outer boundaries. I think that's really powerful that's coming out of this conversation. Inner boundaries is like, what am I actually willing to give that feels good? Because we like to give. We're healers, mm -hmm. you know, we're energy workers. It's our jam. But then there's a point where we cross our own boundary. And that's actually not the other person's problem. The other person no, is what we're given. So it's not really fair to then turn around and blame the other person no. for you know, what we are overgiving and then getting all pissy about. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame the other person. I just, um, I, I just tend to, I get exhausted and I yeah. tend to just kind of ease back. And it's not, I don't lay blame on the other person because it's really, it has nothing to do with yeah. them. It's me giving and I, and I'm willing to do it, but then I don't know when I have a problem saying, okay, this is, you know, this is it. 
just like, um, you know, doing a job for somebody and it's like, oh, well, I'll, I'll pay you next week or I'll pay you next week. And they'll be like, OK, OK, and I'll, you know, and I'll catch up. I'll catch up. Well, then that next week comes and they still haven't paid you. And it's like, OK, you know, we got to start setting boundaries. I mean, that's that's a, a boundary that I have a problem setting a lot, too. So because I'm just like, oh, it, it'll work out. You know, it'll work out. And I'm too easy in that aspect. Yeah. But it, it yeah. And it has to start right away with our own. This is what my value is. And that is something we only discover, just bringing it back to our message. I feel like that's something we can only really discover through space, through limbo, mm-hmm. that uncomfortable, wide open space where we're like, oh my God, that's where we, that's how we dig into that and really come to understand ourselves more fully and what it is we need in this life. Okay, Harmony, your turn, boundaries. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. this is a really great dialogue. Um, yeah, I, I totally hear what everyone's saying. Um, I feel like similar for me, like boundaries has not been an easy thing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been more of a challenging thing to really ask for what you need is a big one for me um, yeah. and expressing that. And I think like you just said, Ingrid, we don't really even know what those needs are if we don't have the space and really look at what it is that we need. So if yeah. we're just busy and we're going around all the time, we're constantly like, even Charlotte said, giving and giving, and we find ourselves depleted. Yeah. Sometimes we're forced into that space to be like, mm-hmm. what is it that you need? And how can you express that need is then the yeah. next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to identify it. But I find that once, and once we have, give ourselves that space and commit yeah. to working through it and bolster our faith and come down into ourselves, suddenly these boundaries become much easier to set and these needs become much easier to express. And we can set boundaries and express needs without needing another person to have a particular response. Yes. Here's my boundary. Can you honor that? If it's a no, then that's okay. I love you, but this isn't going to work. Like I still need this boundary. If it's a yes, it's like fantastic. Let's play together. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to, to to be feel worthy of yourself. You got to be, have to feel worthy of yourself to be able to set those boundaries. Yeah, and, and you know, as women, and I know men get this too, but just speaking from a female experience, all of us from a very young age, like right from the beginning, are are shut down for our needs and our boundaries and our gotta haves. We're really and whether it's done deliberately by our family, sometimes that's the case, or sometimes it's just the culture we live in, you can't help but get the message as you're growing up as a woman in this culture that says, oh, your needs don't matter. Mm-hmm. Sit down and be quiet. Don't be bossy. Don't be a biatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sit down and be chill. And so we make ourselves really, really tiny and small. And then we lose touch with who we are and the bigness of us, the authenticity, what we need, what we really want out of life. And it's re- it's a disentangling process. And again, that disentangling only happens without the world interfering and coming into our deep space, that stuck feeling, that limbo place that feels so uncomfortable. It's spirit is all, especially when you're committed to your spiritual path and spirituality, spirit is always working to try and help you expand into your brightest and best self. And that's uncomfortable when you're navigating through some gnarly conditioning and shadow work, our favorite. Mm-hmm. Yay. We do love yeah. shadow work. <laughs> but that's, and that's why I love our community though, because we can go through these experiences and do these transmissional flips and be held in a way that is powerful and non-judgmental. I think that's really a gift in this new paradigm that's coming together more and more. Communities are finding each other. Mm-hmm. 
and these this shift into divine love into an experience of divine love is becoming more common and more reg more regular that's what it feels mm -hmm. like yeah anything else on this like talking about boundaries anything have any anything else any, i have a thought too i think um you know sometimes we're so worried about judgment on ourselves or judgment on others we're not thinking about the example we're setting for others just by being ourselves. so there's times where you're like if i speak up and i've got my 12 year old that's sitting there seeing me speak up she's learning to speak up herself right mm -hmm. and so there's times where i've been like should i say something or should i not say something and then i do and then my daughter like she's learned and she'll kind of mimic what i'm doing and i'm so thankful that i actually followed my intuition because, mm -hmm. And that's what that's true with everybody. You have no idea who's watching you. And that's and it's not to be like, you know, you're trying to be in the limelight and be like, oh, you know, everybody's watching me. I have to be a certain way. No, it's just realize that you have to be true to yourself because other people are actually going to be like, oh, she's shining bright. I get her. I understand her. I, you know, I'm going to I want to be that way, too. Yeah. 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 When you give when you give yourself the opportunity to find yourself and shine to show up in that big bright shiny light, you're giving everybody around you permission to do the same. And you're showing them how to do it without saying a word. You're just yep. showing and people people innately know how to shine bright. They just they forget. And when they see someone else do it, they're like, Oh yeah, that's yeah. how I do it. That's how I do that. So yeah. It's not about look at me. Everybody's looking at me. Look, aren't I so great? It's about, it's about showing up in service to divine spirit by living your life in partnership with spirit. And that's mm -hmm. what all of you are so beautiful at embodying. Just beautiful at embodying. That's what I always, I want to teach everybody. Yeah. Gorgeous. Wonderful. Okay. We have, um, Kim says she's coming out of major self-judgment, moving energy through space. So self-judgment is another topic, another point that you guys brought up that just pinged the heck out of me. And I want to talk about more. And I talk about a lot. We talk about a lot in our community because it's gnarly. It's mm -hmm. gnarly ego story. So let's talk a little bit about judgment and self-judgment and how we navigate out of self-judgment. I think it'd be really powerful to share some personal experience and personal tools that you have. And Harmony, I want to kick off with you this time, talking about that self-judgment, where that shows up for you and how you pull yourself out of that and transform that into compassion. Mm, gosh, I relate to this one so much because I've experienced a lot of that myself. It's been this, like what I call it, my unworthiness story. It's this mental story that, that often when I do that inner work comes up every time almost. Um, and for me, when I hear like the, the self-judgment, I hear first of all, like allowing space allowing yourself whatever is coming up in that moment i feel like is really important because when we shove it back down and we don't look at it it doesn't it just comes back up at a later date so it's mm -hmm. it's important to allow that space to allow the energy to come up because it has something that it's speaking to you that it's wanting to show you and it's showing you what i've found within myself is like this is where you're out of alignment with your true authentic being this is this is important to look at, which is why it's coming up. Mm -hmm. So allowing that space feels really, really important. And then I feel like when you do really just allow the feelings completely, they get released because you're, you're not shoving them back down. They're moving through your system. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. feels really powerful. And then the other part I would speak to is just learning how to cultivate a little more self-love and just, I've been doing that, it's been years, you know, and it's still, it's a continuing process where 
speaking self, more self-loving thoughts coming up and just being gentle with yourself when that stuff does come up, mm -hmm. creating space for it, being self-loving and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like what you say about, you're not just dealing with the stuff as it comes up in the moment. You're actually cultivating the other side of that, which is self-love every day, every day. You're learning how to be more gentle with yourself. This is a crazy time to be alive. We're in like tight fitting bodies. We got a paradigm shift going on. We, it's like, it's really intense. And everybody's shadow is coming up. Everybody's mm -hmm. exploding their gunk out in the world. Mm -hmm. And, where we are continuing to do that inner work as well. So it's being loving and more gentle with yourself. So and and so that when the self-judgment does come up, when that ego unworthy story does come up, you're like, you have a softer foundation off of which, which to work every time it emerges for you. And I really see that for you. I love the way that you handle yourself in your life harmony. Mm -hmm. I really, so <laughs> the conversation we had the other day is what comes to mind. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Thank so, you. Charlotte, why don't you talk about self-judgment a little bit, how that shows up for you and what you do to move through it? Um, I have been learning more about self-love and I have to go back to Harmony for a minute. I have, I, it's been a while since I've seen Harmony and I can truly see a change in her from a long time ago when we first met to today. And she has just grown and just blossomed in so great ways, so many great ways. I just, you're beautiful. I see it all over you. <laughs> and being a mother is just so complimenting to yourself. But, yeah. um, and it's, it's about taking that time to truly, to get to know and feel who I am and allowing me to love myself because I, and, and that is in various ways that you do that. Um, a lot of times I'll just sit with, I, I like to sit with myself and truly just be in nature and be just with me and, um, and allowed whatever to come out, come out. And that could be anywhere from my voice singing, or it could just be um, through chanting or through uh, just, I like to, I hate to say this, but I like to cut things. Like I got like to go and, you know, detach like bushes or whatever to just get that aggression out. And that then it allows me to release it and then to come back and to see the beauty, you know, you clean something up and you're recreating something. Um, so it's just a lot of us going in with myself and yeah. um, yeah. feeling who I am Yeah, and then sharing that. Like I have a little girl I'm taking care of and we've been doing the, I love you on our way to school. We've been doing it for ourselves and I, and we look in the mirror, she looks in the mirror and then we do it to the world. And so that's a ritual that we started and, you know, she's like, gets the, the, ros the rosary down and she's like, you know, doing the bees while I'm driving and we're doing this oh, one on the road. Yeah. So that's the way for me to share, you know, this, the self-love because I have her look in the mirror, you know, and we say I love you in various different ways. And that's been a good thing that we've started and it's been good to spread. Charlotte, that is gorgeous. Thank you for sharing that story. What a gift you're giving mm -hmm. that little girl, teaching mm -hmm. her how to, how to love herself and come to her, her heart right mm -hmm. away. Beautiful. That's the symptom of the new paradigm right there. Mm -hmm. That's the love paradigm. Mm -hmm. I love what you brought up about expressing. You know, we talk about feeling it through and moving it through our body. And I feel like a really important way to do that is through expressing. But I want to talk a little bit about complaining versus expressing. I don't feel mine's complaining. I'm like just letting complaint. it out. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying what we do is when we think we're letting it out and expressing, what we end up mm -hmm. doing is 
complaining. <laughs> so I really like how yours, yours is wordless. Your expression of your feelings and your experience and your stories is wordless. It comes out in songs or chanting yeah. or groans or movement or yelling or screaming. All of this is really healthy to move it through the body. Where we can run into trouble is when we think we're expressing it by moving through. A lot of times what we're doing is we're expressing a story and looking for validation of that story. Mm -hmm. That's not helpful. That's not mm -hmm. space. That's bringing somebody into your space to validate the story and keep you keep us stuck in our in our ego space in our mm -hmm. story, and we mm -hmm. lose the gift of that space. But I I love what you just described. I just I was transported out to the woods with you and mm -hmm. like hearing your voice and singing, which is beautiful, beautiful mm -hmm. voice. It's like oh oh yes, I'm going to the woods today. <laughs> awesome, thank you for that, Charlotte. Heather, how about you? Let's talk a little bit about let's talk about self judgment. What comes up for you? How you move through it? Sure. So, you know, I was thinking about this a little bit as we're talking and also just in my life. And I think when you kind of get stuck and you're kind of down on yourself and you're like, I can't do this and I can't do that, you get stuck in that cycle and you're not learning anything. So one of the things that I think I learned the most, even with COVID, is coming back to gratitude always. So, uh, you know, at night, you know, when you've maybe you've had a long day, you went to the grocery store and picked up everybody's energies. If you're empathic and you feel like you want to kill somebody, but you're not that way. So you're like, yeah, I yeah. got to come back to my center, you know. Um, I learned at least by the end of the day, like when you're feeling sort of frazzled to just sit down and close your eyes and find your center and, and find gratitude. And when you do that, and it may sound floofy to some where it's like, you know, yeah, it's easy enough to say find gratitude, but no, seriously, you can find gratitude in the smallest things in your day. So mm -hmm. when I'm doing that and I'm kind of just, you know, meditating and, and going into it, it's like, oh, I'm thankful that I did this for my daughter. Oh, that probably made her whole day. Oh, I'm thankful that I saved this aunt off of a little log. He could have got squashed. You know, it's silly things like that that you actually go through and you're putting yourself in a different place. Instead of just beating on yourself on the things you didn't get accomplished all day, you're actually finding gratitude in the entire day. You're not thinking about it from a timeline. You're not thinking it anymore from a timeline of I need to get all these things done. It's then, oh, I'm thankful for this. And then you start spinning off of I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my daughter. I'm thankful for the things in front of me. And you get out of self-judgment pretty easy by finding that, that gratitude in the small things, which I think is so important. Oh, I so agree. On that note, um, with gratitude, getting present, gratitude brings me to the present moment. And you know mm -hmm. what's present is God. Mm -hmm. God, divine, holy source, the divine, everything is right now, right now, right now. And gratitude, when you're looking around you and going, okay, what do I like about what's going on right now, brings you right into that space. I've been really working on sinking into my heart, especially the last few days. And uh, um, or this last week or so is kind of this new process that I have. I do my I love yous that Charlotte was talking about, 108 I love yous into the heart. And I'm really trying to feel into the heart, really feel the God core of me in the heart. And every time, you know, the only thing that gets me there is getting into gratitude for my body, I'm getting really mm -hmm. present fingers, my arms. And, and then I start feeling very, really grateful for this vessel, no matter what it kind of looks or feels like. It's, you know, you know, <laughs> many of us, I've got like, oh, you know, but not really. It's like the, the, the utility of it and the design mm -hmm. of it. And that just brings me, because it brings me into the moment, mm -hmm. brings straight into the heart, straight into divinity, straight into gratitude, like you're talking about, Heather. So I found that to be a really powerful. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You guys are gorgeous. I'm really so grateful for you ladies coming on and jumping on today. I want to kind of move towards wrapping up our panel. 
Um, and I thought I would end, end us by reading the message one more time, because again, the more we talk about it and open up to it, when we read it again, it can sink in just that much deeper. Um, but it, before I do that, is there anything that I, any of you want to add, want to, want to chime in about with our discussion today? How are we feeling? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we have like talked it all out. And you know, yeah. that's the thing is we're doing this and we're talking about it. We're, we're automatically taking ourselves out of the experience and bringing it to the domain of the mind. And the truth is you don't find the stuff that we're talking about in the mind. It's not there. But when we talk about it, when we share about this, we become lighthouses pointing in the direction. And then we can sort of, I can see this as dolphins diving into the ocean, <laughs> going into the divine. But that's our work is to be a lighthouse, is to point people in the direction by even intellectualizing and communicating this stuff and what we're feeling and describing it. But when we're in the head, we're not in it. We're not taking space. The space mm -hmm. is in the heart. The space is in the body. The space is powerfully in the body. So that's all I would want to end with there. And I want to thank everybody for jumping on and sharing their beautiful comments and for you beauties um, sharing your experience and being so open and vulnerable and real and channeling divine spirit in your own beautiful and fantastic ways. It's been such a pleasure to have you on today and to hold this sacred space and create the sacred circle with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let me read this message and then we are going to have Robin. Uh, no, that's not what we're doing. We're going to integrate it with a sound healing. So as soon as I read this message, what I'd like you to do if you're watching, I'd like you to stay on. I want you to close your eyes if you can, relax your body, and listen to the singing bowls, to the sound bath that Chris has put together for us, and allow the message and the discussion and all the energy that we've cultivated today to sink in and integrate into your entire being, because you now are going to be able to take this out into the world and help be the change, to help shift us into this new paradigm of love and community and joy and gratitude. All right, message one more time. Space is always okay. And when you feel the need for distance emerge from your heart, it is absolutely perfect to take that space. Holding space can also be taking space. Creating intentional space in your life and relationships is how you open yourself up to all the possibilities of creation. Tight, energetic, and emotional containers cannot allow for divine expansion. Remember how powerful you are, human. That power goes both ways you can snuff out as well as manifest abundance. Your attachments, fears, and mistrust squelch your own happiness. Your most authentic and genuinely gleeful life is directly through the space on the other side of trust. Humans don't usually like this space because it feels without solid ground and one's own blocks and self-sabotages become clear before your strengths and gifts. But this wide open space is your golden opportunity to bolster your faith. For your faith is the stuff of creation, and the more you trust in each and every moment, the more you are able to command that immense creator power. Your mind and mental desires are not in tune with the entire divine matrix. This new earth requires you to drop your mental projections and live more fully and more often in the wordless heart. This is the space we are speaking to. Embrace the space that seems imposed on you and heed the heart that demands space be taken. Presence in this wide open space, what you sometimes refer to as limbo, the presence here is where, you're, where you commune most eloquently and clearly with God. 
It is where you come home fully to yourself and all of your creation power becomes charged and sure. Trust this space, trust the limbo. Everything is working in your favor, even when nothing seems to be working at all. Take the space. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bless you. gorgeous. Thank you all so very much again for jumping on, joining, joining in our discussion and our panel and making this the incredible community that it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're new and you don't know much about us, you can visit our website to learn more, bhavamission.org. As I said earlier on in the broadcast, when I was introducing, we are a digital church and we are here with the sole mission of helping you connect to directly to the infinite and share your spiritual gifts out with the world. And I so appreciate you joining in and creating this community with us virtually or face-to-face -face into flesh or what have you. If you have found this broadcast helpful to you, if you find that our mission is something that gives you love, life, and pleasure and helps you in any way, we, are, um, we welcome donations. Uh, to come in to help us cover costs and time and everything that goes into everything we're putting out there. It is our life, our love, and our mission, and we are so grateful to do it. And if you feel called to make a donation in any amount, that would be so appreciated and um, be so grateful for that. All right. We do have a school that I mentioned earlier. It's called the Bava Ministry. It's uh, and it, it, what it is, is it um, it is designed to help you find your spiritual gifts, heal deeply all the blocks, anything that keeps you out of your highest expression and gives you support and teaches you how to use your intuitive gifts to the best degree available to you and take your message out into the world. We do have openings in October for our mission. If you would like to join us, if you'd like to explore our community, I invite you to send me an email, ingrid at bavamission.org, and we'll set up a little chat and see how it feels and then go from there. All right.
Um, and finally, we have a digital fellowship I'd like you to join. This is the link to a private WhatsApp group, and it is for fellowship. Um, so it is for you to join other people who are engaged in the Bhava messages, who feel connected to us. And um, we will occasionally jump on and do Zoom calls and all get together and talk, talk about the message, talk about what's going on with us in our life and do a little bit of support and love and, and Q&A in that capacity. So again, thank you so very much for jumping on and joining. I'm so grateful to you. I'm grateful to this community. Um, I'm grateful to Divine Spirit for showing up and parting the ways and, and sharing with us the wisdom and the message. If you have found this video helpful, one of the ways that you can really support us is by sharing this video, commenting, liking, and inviting your friends, uh, people who you think would benefit from this to jump on and hear the message today and share it out with them. This is how we're bringing in, bringing in the new earth. So again, thank you. Thank you so very much. We're going to close out with some beautiful music from the fabulous Robin Harp. And then we will see you next week. We're going to be here same time, same place, uh, same format, different players. So looking forward to that. Thank you again. Love you so much. Baba means love. It's what we above the illusions of life are overcome by our Spirits are awake.